You are listening to Exquisite Conversations, hosted by Kim. Miss Gray. <laughs> I like to start off interviews all formal with people. Um, so it's so great to have you here with um, me for this awesome new episode of Exquisite Conversations. Um, I definitely appreciate your time because I know you are a busy, busy lady. Um, you out here being a superhero mom and a superhero for the community. Um, and I'm just so glad to be able to sit and chat with you with you for a minute. Um, so how's everything going? How have you been adjusting to COVID life and craziness? Um, and for those who don't know who you are, introduce yourself and tell us about everything that you do and, you know, all the work you do in the community as well. Well, my name is Shamiki Gray. Um, I am an activist, uh, like she said, a mom. Uh, oh my gosh, I have so many hats. I'm a um, business owner. Mm-hmm. I have so many on, and like you say, I'm a busy person, but I always can make time. There's no excuse not to make time. Um, I'm also the leader of the Whalen Heart Team, which is a community-based organization. Um, I just recently joined the Black Panther Party. <laughs> which is something new that I'm learning. Um, I'm also starting uh, with my business. I'm starting a new T-shirt line, which is going to be exposed April 1st. Just hint, hint, look out for that. And then um, pretty much just living life every day and how I survived COVID. We just survived. We didn't, like, let it be the reason why we can't you know, conquer the things that we're supposed to conquer. I built a, and my business up during COVID. Um, through the Whalen Heart team was, you know, thrived through COVID times. It was a downtime when nobody had nothing to do. Kids in the neighborhood didn't have anything to do. So I saw a need, and I kind of got with my team and just decided, okay, we're going to do this. Okay, awesome. It's really nice to be able to hear that so many people are, you know, continuing to – survive and thrive throughout, you know, COVID and everything, because I know it's new territory for all of us. <laughs> no one was expecting this. Um, the past year has definitely been crazy, but, you know, for the most part, I've been seeing a lot of, especially black women, like, you know, stepping up even more than we already have and, you know, doing incredible things in the community to make sure families and children and, you know, other women are happy and healthy and I'm doing just as well. So, tell us a little yeah. bit more about yeah. <laughs> tell us a little bit more about the Will and Heart team and um, what exactly you you do with that organization. Okay, so the Will and Heart team. I am the leader, and then I have a co-leader named Dexter, um, Dexter White, and then we have a team um, of individuals behind us. And pretty much, I moved into Wayland, um I think I guess the end of 2019, but I moved into Wayland, and my house sits in the heart of the Wayland. So you have to stop at the stop sign to get by my house to get out the Wayland and to get in the Wayland. So I would sit on my porch because my porch is the porch, D-A-P-O-R-C-H, the porch. And, you know, I just would cook out and entertain people and just have a good time with family and friends. And I saw a need, like we and a friend of mine, Erica, we would sit on the um, porch and we would see the police officers go by, the crime that was in the neighborhood. And then we saw where the children in the neighborhood 
had nothing to do. They would walk around all day long just having nothing to do. So I saw a need, and I, at that point in time, I was under the United Front, which was an organization. And so we just decided, you know, let's start this. Hey, let's start it. And we started off small with, you know, just a walk, um, a youth empowerment day, and uh, which was a success. And we had a lot of leaders that came out and supported us. And then as it grew on, time grew on, we just came up with simple things for everybody to do, like Double Dutch Day, where I saw the girls in the neighborhood, you know, they walking around with nothing to do, and, you know, you can look at the females and be like, okay, we got to, the idle mind is just not good right now. So I, I started a Double Dutch Day, and they came out, and the first day they came out, you know, at first we didn't have but one or two people because they were shy. And then the next time I did it, I just did a pop-up Double Dutch Day, and I called the girls. I didn't really invite a lot of outside people. I just called the girls, and they went. And we had so much fun on the park just doing Double Dutch. And just them, and then afterwards, just having a one-on-one conversation with them, let them know that, hey, you even if, even if you don't know me closely, I still love you, and just showing them love and showing them that there's a better way to life. And then after that, we came up with the – Entrepreneurship Day, which is amazing. Like, it's every month. We took off March, so we're coming back in April. And Entrepreneurship Day is pretty much where business owners or people that are in the business world um, come out, and you set up a table. So when you set up your table, the only requirements I have is when you set up the table that you set it up for for the children to be able to interact. You are going to introduce them to what you do, but you're also going to tell them what you do, and you're also going to show them what you do, so interact. When the first one was a success. We had a guy who's a neighbor that actually lives in New Orleans. He um, fixes cars and different things, and he brought an engine and uh, a little starter thing, and, you know, he got the kids to take it apart. One group took it apart, and one group put it together. And we had a young lady that made jewelry, and she taught the kids how to make jewelry. Um, we had one young lady that did home buying and had a little house model and showed them how to fill out applications. So it was something to empower our youth because we want to change the statistics. We want to change how they view things from the norm. We want to be able to just look above and beyond. And then we just have new things coming up. Like we even have now we're having as of um, we did one in February for Valentine's Day. We did a youth entrepreneurship day where the youth came out with their businesses, whatever their businesses were, they set up a table. They paid a vendor fee because we want to teach them that, you know, when you go out in the big world, people ask for vendor fees. So they did a vendor fee, and they came out, they set up their tables, and we had people come and shop with the, with the youth, which I think was a success, and they look forward to it. And people have been messaging me and saying, when are you guys doing that again? Okay, we took off March, but we're coming back strong in April. Okay, awesome. So you just got a whole world of things going on with <laughs> over there on the wheeling. <laughs> it's like, I should be rich right now writing a book on some of the ideas that come to mind because you know me like years ago, all those things I would do for sickle cell and stuff like that, it just came out of my mind. And it's just ideas that I have and I tell somebody and they'd be like, oh my gosh, that's a good idea. Let's put it in the play. And that, that's how we go. It's something that just comes. It's not where I wrote it down or got it from somebody else. It's just amazing. And we have new things that's coming up, like we want to be able to have financial literacy classes for the adults and 
senior walk day and just different things in the neighborhood to empower the community because it does take a village. It takes a village to, you know, to raise everyone, not just children, but to raise everyone. But it also takes a, a willing village to be able to get out there. And the purpose and the name of the Whale and Heart team is the heart part of it is anything that you put your heart to will not fail because you've already decided I'm going to put my heart into it. And when you put your heart into something, it, you go all in. So it's called a Whale and Heart team. Granted, I live in the heart of the whaling, but we still put our heart into everything that we do and everything that everybody that we help. Um, we partner with the food bank, and so we give our seniors and people in the neighborhood food once a month um, when available. And so we partnered with a lot of community organizations, and I love it. I mean, it's just something to just sit on my porch and even to have somebody come and say, hey, hey, Miss Gray, um, by the way, can can you figure out somebody, you know, I'm short of water, da, da, da. And so it's, it's amazing that I can reach out to people and say, I have a neighbor in the neighborhood that's really struggling to pay a water bill or do you know any agencies that can help with a light bill or even food or even a ride to work once or, once or twice a day. And so that's a blessing in itself to even be a part of that connection altogether. And so you really have, like, through this organization and just your overall involvement and, you know, your ideas that, that you bring to the table, like, you've become, like, you've become the heart of the wheel. <laughs> you know, it's not to say that, but I am more of the step back and allow my team to do it. And I'd be like, no, y'all go ahead and do it. And they'd be looking at me like, okay, so what do we do? But I, I like other people. I really have um, grown in the years to come because I've been in organizations where I wanted to be in the spotlight. Like, I wanted to be seen because I felt like I wasn't. But then after I realized it, I don't have to be seen because the, the more I do behind the scenes, the more it flourishes. And it, it flourishes for the Whaling Heart team, which is a group of collectives that come together and help out. So they get all the glory and and on my end, so I applaud them because they get out there and they do the hard work, and I'm just the leader, and I sit back and smile at the end of the day. But it's for it's all for community. It's all about the people. Sometimes when we put titles in in play, sometimes people can honestly use titles to a disadvantage. But if you allow yourself to not walk in a title, you can be able to conquer everything. And I look at it as I'm not going there as a leader. I go there as, as my heart. Because it's the way my heart being. And I think that's beautiful. And, like, it's when I, you know, everything that I'm hearing, it's like, you you know, you're the leader and you put, you're pushing your team. But it's your heart, your heart, your passion for community, your love of people, your love of the community that you live in that brought this, this organization to life. You know, and that's a beautiful thing. Like, you know, the fact that you saw a need, you identified it, you know, you didn't want to sit around and wait on other people or to depend on other organizations. You said, you know what, I'm going to do something, you know. And just to kind of uh, go back to when we, you know, our last interview <laughs> that we did um, a couple of years ago. Uh -huh. So many years ago, at that time, I was doing the Sickle Cell Foundation. Um, I had started my own foundation for the Sickle Cell, and I think that's, that's the time, at that time, Woo, that was a lot of work, you know, getting with people to purchase iPads and different things for the hospital and 
Oh my God, she took me back. Yes, she took me back. But you come such a long way just with everything that you're doing and your heart and your passion has never wavered or anything like that. You know, it started with, you know, wanting to just be able to help your kids and other kids and families like yours and it's grown to the whole community. So how do you feel like looking back at like all that growth that you've done and how your organizations and your commitment and you know your uh you know the things that you do have just developed because everybody knows you guys everybody knows the whaling and you know now your organization has come somewhat of a hub to where it's like if you need anything you need to be connected in any way you need to be uh directed in any kind of way you know they're coming to you they're coming you know for your organization to your organization and your team for help and support. So how do you feel about, you know, when you think about all of the things that you've done from sickle cell to now? Oh, my gosh. What can I think about? Um, I mean, like I said, you know, the Wayland Heart team started under the United Front. The United Front was a collective of leaders that came together. So the Wayland Heart team was birthed out of the United Front. But we've kind of stepped aside. Um, Everybody is, you know, doing their own thing or whatever. But if I look back then, you know, with the sickle cell, we was the first person to do a sickle cell walk ever in Charleston on the Riverfront Park. Um, there was a lot of things that I can look back on and actually smile, and I didn't think about it. Like I told someone the other day that I need to do like an activist or community activist or whatever photo album or um, even a um, resume because. I've done so many things and been in so many different organizations and social clubs and, and car clubs and stuff like that to be able to build community, feed the homeless, and do different things. So now it's the growth process. It was a growth process because, I've, you know, there have been organizations I've been in where it didn't fit where I was, and I had to find where I am supposed to be. I had to find me. And even though I was doing the community thing, I had to figure out, okay, where does Shamiki fit in? Where does Shamiki, where is this, where is she going from this point? Um, I always stem back to my grandfather. My grandfather is the one that instilled all the community stuff in me because I would always see him, like, use, use his money to buy his church members food on Sunday if they didn't have nothing to eat, and he would go to the store and then take it to their houses and feed them. So it was always instilled in me from a child, and so – even even to the point where, you know, there, after he passed away, there were things that I had to endure, like I was molested, and I had to go through life kind of blinded with no counseling and nobody, you know, supporting me or a father figure to say, okay, that was wrong, and this is what you need to do. I didn't have that, so I had to find my way. But when I found my way, I found my way through community. And a lot of people don't realize that sometimes the trauma in your life brings out the best in your life. So when I got molested, Yes, I spiraled. I spiraled in my 20s. In my 20s, I was wild as I don't know what. But when I got in my 30s and I met a young lady that was feeding the homeless, I saw a new light. I saw, like, what my grandfather had already instilled in me, and I changed my life. So I changed my life for the better because of the simple fact. Now I wanted to give people the shirt off my back. The molester took what was pure to me, but now I needed to give that negative energy that was inside of me out in a positive light, and how can I be a positive light to other women that have gone through molestation or other men that have gone through molestation or anything that they've gone through? How do I turn that into a positive? And so 
many people saw me join different organizations. Why? Because I'm community. I found I found my heart and I found my love in that. I had to forgive the person that did it, but at the same time, I had to use that positive energy to be able to help people. Homeless? Yes, me and my children was homeless. We had to live in a um, transitional house, and I was stubborn for three months. I would I wouldn't forgive my mother for what she did. So, but the third time, you know, after I forgave my mother, everything, all the blessings started coming to me because I forgave her. But then I decided, okay, let me do this. So I started Omega G Foundation, which was named under her. Um, it was a youth foundation, and it, it's all over the world. I still have Omega G Women's page. I still have Omega G's Mint King's page. And I see people commenting constantly, William, Wendell Gilliard, people constantly commenting and sharing their events and doing different things. And so it's powerful for me to see what they've done. I'm not always the person that's going to get it right. I'm not going to always dot my I's or cross my T's. But at the end of the day, I'm going to strive to do as much as I can to get where I need to be. Well, that is just incredible. <laughs> like, that is just incredible. I loved, I loved hearing that. And especially, you know, about your dad and how, you know, seeing, having him set that example in your life as far as the, the essence of community when it comes to giving people the shirt off your back, being there for people, going out of your way to make a difference in people's lives, it definitely shows how much that impacted you and how you take that, how you've taken that so seriously. So I just commend you so much for that. Now, I know you said outside of Wayland Heart Team, you also have, you know, your own businesses and other things that you're doing. So tell us a little bit about those and what we can expect, because I know you said you got some stuff dropping April 1st. <laughs> so let us tell us how you, we can support you and your businesses and your organization. So Simply as Creations, it was Simply as Creations just by itself, but now I've done Simply as Creations too. So Simply as Creations 1, pretty much Simply as Creations, was birthed out of um, one Christmas I went to Hobby Lobby and Michael's, and which I work at Michael's now, but I went to Michael's and Hobby Lobby to look for a Christmas wreath because we had just moved into the house, and I wanted a new wreath. And so I wanted a door wreath, and I went in there, and they were like $69, $79, and I was like, ooh, I can make those. In my mind, I said, I can make those. And I looked at the wreath and flipped it around and went to the dollar store, went to Dollar Tree, picked up the stuff. And when I picked up the stuff, I was like, oh, okay, I can do this myself. Got me a heart glue gun, got the balls, put it together. I made that first wreath, and I posted it on Facebook. And when I posted it on Facebook that this was my door wreath, instantly people started coming and inboxing me and saying, oh, my gosh, I want one. I want it in this color. I want it in that color. And it was just that. I was just making wreaths. I wasn't doing anything else. I was just, you know, making a couple for people. I made an LSU one that was sent to a, um, a student in LSU. Um, and and it, was, it just flourished. I made a, a button wreath for someone um, for in memory of their mother. I made a button wreath and ornament. Then I made um, an autism wreath with puzzles, puzzle pieces, and, and I made a sickle cell wreath, and it was just, it just blew up. Like, people were just asking for random things on on the wreaths, and I'm like, okay, I'm getting creative. And then I decided, okay, well, let me venture out a little bit more because I was watching other people, you know, make, like, wine glasses and different things. So I started personalizing wine glasses and just little things here and there, making, you know, like, 
um, basket. Anytime somebody asks me for a basket, they ask them what they want, what they personalize. And people started buying baskets, and it just seemed like, oh, my gosh, like the people, you know, when I was doubting myself with the little things that I was doing, but people were taking me above and beyond. So it, it's just amazing. Um, so Simply S2, I had to take a break from my organization because I really want to get rebranded. I wanted to get um, business-minded because I see a lot more queens that were coming out, and they were telling me, oh, if you do this or you do that, so I had to sit back and I had to meditate and figure out where do I want to go? Where does Shamiki Direction want to go? Well, Simply F2 is coming out with a T-shirt line, and it's called Affirmed. So Affirmed is day-to-day affirmations. That's positive affirmations. I feel like we, the first appearance is everything. So if I have on a hoodie or I have on a shirt, the first and the words on the front, the first thing you're going to do is read the words. So I feel like if we even at the on the back of your shirt. If you see somebody from the back, you're going to read what's on their shirt. So I feel like we need more positive in the world instead of all the neg- negativity. We deal with negativity every single day. And even being a black queen, we deal with negativity every single day. Whether we see it face off or whether we uh, do not accept it, we face a lot, of, a, a lot of craziness in this world. So I figured maybe I can shine a light by just giving affirmations, by just giving positive things to people just to lift them up. You never know what someone walking towards you is going through in just that little word, you know, even if it's say blessed or um, power up or whatever. And so that's called affirmed. And I'm, I'm, I'm just so excited about it. You just don't know because the, the direction I was going, I called my sister and I told my sister exactly what I wanted to do because I always, wanted to find who I am and, and find my place in this world. And so I feel like I found it. Okay. Awesome. I just think I, I'm so in awe of your story and everything that you're, you know, you're doing in the community. I just commend you so much. Um, because, and especially during times like this, you know, community has become such an important thing, you know, because I think COVID has taught us that, you know, we can't survive without each other. So it just made, it really, it warms my heart to know that we have heroes like Ms. Dre to be able to, <laughs> that are stepping up to the plate and setting an example and showing, you know, all of us what it means to really help your neighbor and to really make a difference in the in your community. So, Chemeki, I just am so grateful for your time. Um, you have been phenomenal. Um, tell people one more time how they can follow you, how they can shop with you, um, and how they can reach out to the Whaling support team just so we'll know how we can send some love and some some heart your way. (laughs) Okay, so with the Whaling Heart team, we actually have a page on Facebook, which is called The Whaling Heart Team, so you can just go add yourself there. Um, If you send me a message, you can reach out that way. Um, With Simply S, it's simply, the word simply S, Creations, the number two, which is one word. So that's simply as creations. I am on Facebook. Um, and now I am a, um, I'm in a new whole new territory, like the Black Panther Party. So I am the, um, it's the regional, it's the Southeast region, um, Black Panthers. So to elaborate on that a little bit, I I just stepped out on faith on this one. So um, I am the MOI, which is the local 
Minister of Information, so we do recruiting. And we have an upcoming event, which I have posted on my page, an upcoming event on May 1st, or April 1st, I apologize, April 1st. And then there's also an event April 2nd, which is in Mount Corner, and that is going to be something powerful. So those two are on my page. I am Miki Gray on Facebook, M-E-K-E-I, last name Gray, G-R-A-Y. So check us out. Like I said, um, all that is on my page. I, I don't have a problem sharing anything. And I do support queens and kings, black queens, black kings businesses. So hit me up if you have a business venture that, um, you know, you want me to look into. Um, I'm I, That's me. I'm a humble soul, and I support anybody, any and everybody. I show up. If you need me to hold a hold a banner or or hold a door for people, look, I give my volunteer time because nothing on this earth was going with me when I passed on anyway. So I might as well do all I can do while I'm on earth. Well, we are definitely grateful to have you and to know that you are here in the community and you've got everybody's back. We got your back too. So Shemeki, I am just so grateful again for you and everything that you do um, and for joining us for this phenomenal episode of Exquisite Conversations. Thanks for tuning in. Support the show and Exquisite Radio at www.exquisiteinternetradio.com.